to win in style, we've done it for a while, it's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory. I'm ASD, who are you? I'm Dan. You're Dan, who are you? I'm Jack. You're Jack. Uh, we're waiting on someone, they'll come in, they'll come in late. Um, but the first question, the first question is, if a Spurs player was to play any film role, uh, who would be playing who and, and why? Um, now, before we start, I'm going to say we all had Forrest Gump, so let's go round the room. Who did you have for Forrest Harry Gump? Harry Kane. Why did you have Forrest Gump? Just because the way Kane? he is, he's... He's just a bit Forrest Gumpy, isn't he? What do you mean? Well, he's just quite slow and like everyone sort of sees him and they go, ah, oh. it's just sort of that, that type of guy. And everyone loves him as well because he's like that. Uh, is that offensive? I'm not sure if that... I mean, if Harry, would you say that if he was sitting here? I don't think he'd be offended by it. I think he'd be really pleased. <laughs> he'd be really pleased. He's got some really nice trainers, yeah. hasn't he? Um, <laughs> who did you have, Dan? I'd possibly go Yedlin. Ah, oh, right. Along or, or Kyle Walker. Or Kyle See, I went Andros Townsend because Forrest Gump just goes. He doesn't know where he's going. He just goes and goes. He goes faster and further than everyone else, which is absolutely fantastic. And he loves running. Um, and he probably loves the shirt that he's running in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he doesn't run with any... any uh, he just stops, doesn't he? He just, he just comes to, a, effectively, a, a brick wall. Go on. Um, I also had um, two for Adebayor. Um I'll use my joke from last week of yeah, yeah, um, how to use how to lose friends and alienate people. Brilliant. He could, yeah. But <laughs> but also um, loan survivor. He's the only player I can think of that we've bought after a loan spell. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was quite. I thought if anyone else can think of a player who we have bought after a loan spell. That, Tweet us or just do whatever. Get in contact yeah. because I can't think of I anyone. I can't think of anyone. No. Um, I'm sure Stanton would if he was here. I had um, either Stefan Freund or Michael Brown for Tyler Durden from Fight Club, just purely for the fact they just tried to start fights. You know what? I was uh, on. I think I was on the Facebook group because after our is Kirikou the worst defensive player we've ever seen? Mm. Which I was I was wrong. I misquoted you, but some people came back and said um, Stefan Freund is worse than Kirikou. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, fair enough. Big statement. Big statement. Yeah. And um, my final one was um, Kyle Walker for um, In the Great Escape. You know, the guy that falls for it when he goes, um, good luck. He's like, oh, thank you very much. Thank He's very like, much. Oh. damn it! <laughs> yeah. So um, I kind of had him for that. So yeah, anyway. I'll take that. That's good. Um, my only one, I've got, a, I've gone for a duo. So I've got Mason and Bentelab as Vincent Vega and Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction. It's a bit of a deadly duo going around just causing havoc. Yeah, like that. I'd have um, a player that's, or a person within Spurs history that's divisive. He certainly makes things have either one half or another half. Edward Scissorhands, which is where I'm going with that. He, he cuts people in two. Um, I'm thinking Tim Sherwood, because some people love him. Some, and same with Harry. They're in the same, you know, some Marmite. Mm. Uh, I can't that's think. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of many more. Uh, right then. Uh, <laughs> It's just so hard podding. It's so hard podding at the moment because there was just so little effort. So there was nothing on the weekend. But I think like we said last week that um, we tend to raise or lower our game to our opposition. Luckily, our bad performances aren't quite as bad as Newcastle's bad performances and we, we made it through. Yeah, we, um, we, I don't think we actually played that much better it's just we had a lot more time on the ball than what Newcastle than, than, or last or, week. No, than last week. Yeah. Or you know, we we just 
we just had so much time on the ball. They just didn't press us at all. No. The only time they did that was at the start of the second half, which we conceded straight after the half time, yeah. didn't we? In the in the, the home away. game, the we liked that against Newcastle. The Geordie Ginger, the Ginger Geordie, just but, straight through. And I saw when Amiobi came on at half time, I thought, here we go again. And I was thinking, it is an Amiobi. I was watching it from a distance, of course. And, uh, and yeah, but. Uh, to be honest we should have won by a hell of a lot more 3-1 is quite we haven't won by two mm. goals well I'm saying that I can't remember I can't remember the last time we won but I can't remember the last time mm. we won by a, a decent scoreline um, it, was, it was a good performance in the end I thought I actually thought we played really well I but, thought for an away performance to go to Newcastle score three control the game look pretty solid I didn't feel like at any point I know they equalised but they didn't apart create, from did that they? There's normally a spell when you go away from home when there's 20 minutes where you've got to hang on. Uh, there wasn't that. I just felt we were in control from minute one to minute nine. We took our chances. I thought we played really well. Chadley loves a goal against Newcastle. First Premier League goal was against Newcastle and he, yeah. he did it again left foot. He was foot. a de- decent strike as well. It dipped, left I thought. Foot. Yeah, which, uh, yeah, it didn't look as if it was that powerful, but it was just the, the dip on it that just mm. made it we so mention, much difficult. Are we going to mention that here? Sorry to interrupt. Oh, God, it's, it's awful. Like it's weird, yeah, really weird. not sure about it. And on Bentner, actually, Christian Eriksen scoring his tenth goal this season becomes the highest ever scoring Dane in the Premier League for in a season. But he's mm-hmm. like Bentner scored nine once, which for a striker is pretty bad. Doesn't say much for Denmark, though, does it? Um, who else could it be? John Dahl Thomason. Yeah, yeah, I see. No, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian Laudrup. Risa, no. is he Danish? Risa. I'm gonna say he's Norwegian. Oh yeah, that's right. They're all sort of. The fish farming community, <laughs> love them, um, but I'm not particularly okay with their. Uh, their but anyway, uh, hello <laughs> to um, Spurs, Sweden, and Spurs, yeah. Norway, oh, yeah. and Spurs, exactly. Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> love the fact that you listen as well. Yeah, so. thank you very much. And on that, like the new uh, hosting place, basically SoundCloud gives you your top countries. Do you want to know where we've been listened to in the last four weeks? Go on, United Kingdom. United States, Canada, Australia, Ireland, Netherlands, Thailand, Norway, Cyprus, Sweden, Germany, Israel, Indonesia, France, Poland, Spain, Hungary, and Malta. Now, that blows my mind that we're a bunch of idiots sitting in a room, <laughs> eating leftover meat, meeting food, drinking leftover Coca-Colas from meeting rooms, um, and we, we're, we're, you lot are listening to us. So what I'd really <coughs> like is for you to tell us where you listen, how you listen, because we had one... Years ago, Gareth might even keep it clean this. though. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, no, don't. <laughs> the dirtier the better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lie to me. <laughs> but um, we had the uh, an American, two American friends who they were listening in some outback redneck town where like the, their cinema was a sheet with a projector, and they downloaded it and played it with all their mates and, and they crowded round and listened to it. That's unbelievable to me. Um, tell us how you listen. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, back to the game uh, 61% possession 14 shots 18 on target 3 corners 13 fouls it was I mean I think Lamella was most of those fouls do we want to talk about Lamella's game or it was is he as bad as we think he is that's um, that tackle that almost ended up as an assist <laughs> yeah. yeah just horrendous yeah like, he... that, <laughs> Michelle Vorm like just didn't take didn't take a, a master lip reader to understand what he said to I him mean, straight afterwards. Well, Michelle Vaughan, are we a bit worried about him? Because when we bought him, was, he was one of the best um, keepers in the Premier League and he's great backup for Hugo. Hugo's probably going to go, so he'll be your first choice. 
I don't want him to be his, our first choice. His distribution's poor. His, his shot stopping is really good, but his, his, I feel his close-up plays, his reactions are slow now. Have I been spoiled by Hugo? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think, I think Vorm's a, a really solid keeper. I know he made that howler against Leicester in the Cup, but apart from that, I, when he's been called upon, he's not done, I don't feel like he's done anything wrong. It's just when you're comparing a 7, 8 out of 10 keeper to a 10 out of 10 keeper, it's all, you're always going to have that well, it's we, like comparing like Chadley to Bale. Like, do you know what I mean? Bale, Chadley's, Bale's Chadley's really chance. good, but and also <laughs> he's not played that many games in front of the defence that we've got in yeah, front of him. So, and the one plays has been with Kiriko, so can't blame him. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you always um, hearts in your mouth, isn't it, as a keeper when you have got him in front of you? Uh, yeah, I mean, from what I can see in the Premier League, you've got um, Courtois, De Gea, Lloris. Hmm. At the tip top, and then you've got a core of very average players. It'll be interesting to see where Petr Cech goes. Petr Cech, yeah, yeah. He's but only th- he's only thirty two. It's not ultra keeper, is it? No. But who are the next? Yeah, you, you don't think about that. And Ian Walker. No. Where's Ian Walker? He's younger than Brad Friedel. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> as we said last week. Well, um, thinking out. Begovic. Begovic. He's not bad. Yeah. I think I I quite like Guzan. Yeah, Guzan's all right. But, I mean, he's, but he's, keepers. Yeah. Sorry, go on. I was going to say he he seems to he's got the highest save percentage apparently. Say forehead. <laughs> yeah, back, yeah and back and back. Well, higher than Friedel's. <laughs> yeah. so, it's like kind of the the old Harry Hill joke, isn't it? Did you notice you were going bald when it, you realised it was taking longer and longer to wash your face? <laughs> <laughs> but don't, the thing with, with the thing is with Brad Guzan is that he is a player who gets a lot of shots so mm. he can he can miss two and he can still have a really really good game whereas Hugo doesn't have that choice he he has to save them all I mean he doesn't because we, we we don't have clean sheets when was the last no. clean sheet West Brom Burnley Burnley yeah well, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's fair what, enough what, yeah. when did we got that game yeah. <laughs> that was ages ago wasn't yeah. it yeah we've only played him once so far uh, Polinio man of the match he did play well. I, yeah. like, I'll, it's I'll, a perfect game for him, just moving the ball around. He's he's not the worst player in the world. He is one of the worst players in the world, but he's not technically poor, is he? He suits playing next to Bentelab because yeah. Bentelab will get on the ball, whereas Polinio's not one to, if the centre-back's got the ball, he won't go and get it off him and start attacks. He, he wants the other midfielder to get it and he wants to make runs off of where they are. Them two together suit really nicely. Yeah. Think back to the games where he struggled. Bentelab's not been there and not been doing what, what we know he can do like he did against Newcastle so those two suit each other quite nicely I think Polinio is quite a similar player to Mason I feel like they do the same role they're both yeah, off I'll the ball that. runners and both should probably score more goals than what they do but have got the attributes to be able to do that I mean, he did have a good game I think it was his best game he's had for us better than that Stoke game I, I think they have really good points I think it was the right time to bring him in as well because Mason hasn't been performing in the last mm. last few weeks and I think he needs a kick up the arse well, he must be. Na- I mean, they were talking about um, talking about this on Five Live. They were saying, "Well, Harry Kane, Ryan Mason, Bentaleb, they they would have played some under twenty one games, but they won't have played as many games as they've ever played in their career. This is a whole new situation for him. So, yeah. no wonder they're knackered." Um, well, we're on Harry Kane. Great finish. He was quite quiet and he came into it, but this is the second season worry where people have worked him out, just getting really close to him, and he's he he's not getting as many opportunities, and so he's having to come deep, yeah. but. That was great, wasn't it? I mean, the intelligence... Was it Lamella playing? Yeah. Great ball. Like, he saw that Mason was offside. Like, a stupid player wouldn't have done that. 
Yeah. Um, would have given it to Mason. Great w- header from Mason in the first place. I mm. thought it was a it was a well timed, very well timed pass. I yeah, thought because <clears throat> he knew where he was, and obviously, and Kane didn't really slow down. No, you're right in in his run. So mm. he, it was it was a very well timed pass, and um, and very coolly finished. Yeah, I, was, I think he's, Kane said you know a little bit of a. Dry patch. And if you try well, dry patch the last couple of games, well, dry patch two games without a goal, whatever. But um, you know, he's um, he just had a little bit of a reality check that he's not going to score every week. And <laughs> I can't believe we're talking like this about mm. Harry Kane. But I mean, every striker's going to have that, and they're like Costa's had yeah. spells, Aguero's had spells. They're all going to go through. A few yeah. games where you're not scoring, like and, and, Aguero. Th- and he was, and I think when when Krul saved that one on the line, just yeah. incredible save. It was, it's absolutely brilliant, and it should have been a goal, but and he absolutely middled it. He yeah, properly yeah. timed it, but great save, and he probably thought at one point his his luck is really changing, but thankfully Newcastle can't defend. Yeah, Obertan um, was running, was pacing it back to him, wasn't he? One more step, and I think Obertan would have got him. Um, well, we've got Ericsson's goal. I thought it was decent. I'm not sure whether I like or dislike those type of goals. You know, like I really dislike bicycle kick goals because they're overplayed and they're they're quite glamorous. It's not proper football for me. You know, it's <laughs> if it's behind you. Yeah, did you see the one for Rangers? Scottish um, football. Yeah, there was there was one for Rangers this weekend. It was it. what lower league Scottish football. Oh shush! <laughs> it's it a young busy, lad. busy weekend. Dan, it was a, it was a young <laughs> I just saw it on the BBC. <laughs> I'll go home shall I? I saw it on the um, BBC website on, yeah, it was uh, on BBC Sport and it was, it was it's worth what, a watch I did see on the BBC website was um, I'm getting quite into women's football like it, oh, the tickets for the wo- tickets for the women's FA Cup final £10 at the moment to go to Wembley I haven't bought ours yet but August the 1st Saturday it'll be a brilliant it'll be day a good out. day out yeah. yeah it'll be a fantastic day out Man City woman I don't know what her name is headbutting the Arsenal, one of the Arsenal left backs, um, or the Arsenal left back, which is uh, not encouraged, but good to see. The so Ericsson, I'm not sure how I feel about that goal, but great to see him because it was a wicked ball. Do you remember who did we play where he was whip? He whipped three balls in for Kabul Adebayor scores. Is it Southampton away last year? Do you know what I'm talking about? He whipped two balls from a free kick behind. The, the line of the defence and there was no option for, but for it to go in I think it was either Samantha or Stoke or one, one thing like just that just undefendable balls in and you can't They're do so a good. you see the keeper just stood there and he can't if, yeah. he, if he commits and someone flicks it on everyone have a go and if he stays where he is like there's yeah. not a lot you can do really yeah. it's like the corridor of uncertainty yeah and tell you what the, the Newcastle fan who he, every, the, peop, the person that everyone's coming to me is talking about it Mason people always talk to me about Mason but I think that's just because they haven't seen him Bentley because they have heard of him but they didn't realise like his game yesterday was absolutely superb but they were talking about Ericsson like even if he doesn't contribute every single game you can see that there's something really special there and as a young man it's really exciting to see where he's going to go with that any more on the game tell you what is ridiculous is there was this big protest and they still got 41,000 people in that in that 47,000 people that's 11,000 more than Tottenham's max capacity so um, it was empty by the time it finished. Bloody hell, yeah. was it empty? I did um, just one final point on the game. Go I on. thought that our back four 
played very well. Eric it was Dyer. very strong. Like we dealt with any balls coming in the box. Like it was a very big physical back four. Yeah, I really liked it. Not been balls in when we had Vertonghen there, when we had Dyer there, and they, Dyer was winning. Dyer was absolutely fantastic. He was again. good. The goal came from Dyer thinking like a centre back. You can see he's right in the middle, and Colback goes around him, but. You can forgive him that he's yeah. 21. He's a player, that boy. He really he's is. Big a as well, isn't he, for he's big as well, for someone of 21. And he doesn't feel, he doesn't look glamorous. You know, he just looks like a British centre. Just loves player. heading the ball loves and clearing it. it. <laughs> yeah. right. Fantastic. Uh, on the Facebook page, Anthony Ferraro, who's a long time uh, listener, and it's great to hear from him, um, he said that he was at the game. Um, and he said that there was a Spurs fan carried out in the first half and looked in a bad way. Now, I've searched Twitter and I've searched Facebook and I can't find anything about it. So if you know, let us know that they're okay. He says it's great, support as usual. And it was also different to be so high and get a completely different perspective of the game that you get in most places at White Hart Lane. So it had him dreaming of the new stadium. Um, to, uh, what? So this goes back to the issue of fandom and being a fan. And do you, I'm going to go get Gareth now, but do you think that you get a better opinion from being in the ground or from being in the stadium? I'll be right back. Um, you get a better, better view of players, I think, if you're at the ground. Positionally, you, you get such a better, uh, better view, like kind of when we were saying last week about um, Carrick, Modric, yeah. you see, and, and also Ledley King as well, you know, look at where they're where their positioning is and you can see that they don't have to make a tackle or they don't you know they their vision with the passing one one player that I used to love watching uh, live was um, Tom Huddleston just see him pick a ball out from out of nowhere yeah and but you you'd watch his his um, Facebook sorry his um, his uh, YouTube like reel or whatever Mm. but I still remember that seventy-yard, um, like kind of offside free kick that he just smashes down like a cross ball, like straight into um, uh, Gareth Bale's feet. Yeah. It's just yeah, but and you and you just think that it's hell, you know, just that amazing vision that he has. I think the thing as well, like when you're in the ground, it depends where you're sat as well. Depending on sort of like what type of game you're seeing, because so my season tickets in the lower, but if I ever sit. In an upper tier somewhere, it is like watching a completely different game, which I find quite interesting. So, in case you were wondering what just happened, Gareth walked in the room and basically crashed the computer. Um, I think it's because we work in a rival company to Gareth, and uh, he spits on the name of everything we work for. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad actually. As I was explaining on the way up, you're very quiet right there. Carry on going. This kind of feels as if we're having some sort of work function at the Emirates Stadium. This is how it feels to me. I'm, the pit of my stomach is 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 like churning a little bit. Got a bit of a cold sweat. It's just nasty being here. Well, it's good to have you back. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. a pleasure to be back. I feel like Adebayor. I've come in from the cold. Yeah, you're the third pol- appearance of the season. I think, yeah, you, you could be the Adebayor or the Polino of the show. Which which would you rather be? <laughs> uh, well, on recent form, maybe Polino. Re- or at least uh, the opinion of whoever was given a Man of the Match award on Sunday. Well, yeah. Uh, fine. Uh, anything else to say on the game? Uh, Did you watch it? I did watch it. Oh, well, I was doing some ironing, but I was watching it what, as well. What were you ironing? Shirts. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all I iron. Well, one pair of trousers, the rest is shirts. Okay. Well, you've got to iron a shirt. Well, yeah. Get ready for the working week. There's a bloke at my work who wears a tie every day, so he makes an effort, 
but he's never ever ironed the shirt. So he's oh. got this tie on. He's got his pillow. and in the shirt just looks really like angry. crepe paper. It's ridiculous. Did you see um, Tim Sherwood talking about male fashion? Had a shirt and tie on, and then a polo top, and then a suit blazer. I don't know how you feel about a uh, suit and tie and uh, polo shirt combo. Uh, not a massive fan of it, but as long as. I mean, I'm looking across the room, yeah, there's one here. And polo. The polo. polo shirt with the button done up to the top. Yeah, but Jack's a fashionable lad. Yeah. We are, we're the older Your generation. Your word's not mine. Well, I am. I am old. We right? are old, yeah. But I, I get a bit peeved with people wearing shirts with the top button done up. When, I really hate when it. if you wear a tie, all you ever want to do all day doing that is undo the top button. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So why on earth would you do the top button up if you're not wearing a tie in the first oh, place, well, that's what trendy like the tie was invented to keep the shirt together anyway, because like before buttons were invented. So that's yeah. Well, maybe that is evolution then. Yeah. We've evolved into buttons. You don't mm. no longer need a tie to keep your shirt done all the way up to the top. Well, maybe I don't know. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing from the Facebook group is. Ba, 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 ba. Um, Simon Mitchell says that let me open this he says that there was uh, honourable mention to our fans at Newcastle the minutes applause on the 18 minutes was well respected and came across incredibly well he says also what is this that I'm hearing about a Sherwood slash Levy transfer loving Benteke for Adebayor Kapu and Kabul would you take it? yes yeah. yeah, I think Adi, probably. Kapu and Kabul, none of them even get in the squads. Yeah, do exactly. they? Yeah, so that would be fine. Money for old yeah. rope, essentially. I can't yeah. see any weak side to that, that deal at all. No. It's no. just the thing about a lot of these transfers, and you talk about players in and out, is uh, the players only have their value if they're doing something for the team. So you get three injuries, and all of a sudden you're down to your, your fourth yeah, choice. That's, that's when they have a value, but you can't. You can't mitigate for that sort of thing in advance. You know, you want to have a squad of 22 players or something, don't you? And, I agree. and at the moment, none of them are getting in it. So, how much? Yeah, do what's it. the maximum you pay for? Sorry, Gareth, I interrupted. What's the maximum you pay for Benteke? I think Absolute he's. Max. I think he's 25, 30 million. What, I think that's a lot. I'd take I think 20, t- 20 tops. No way. I pay forty. Just get him and give him, stick him on a six-year deal, and say, right, you're going to be our number one man with Harry. And you're going to play for us for a long time. But the, my, my only problem with Benteke is that he, you can only play one way with him. You, all you can do is put balls in the box. If you play up against him, and you have you ever seen him score and be involved in a game where they're playing beautiful football? Because I've not. Oh, he plays like, for Villa. It's all headers, and <laughs> he's a penalty. He's a, he's a penalty box big man. That's what he is. Yeah, I don't and he's good at it. But but if he's got a creative, creative striker next or forward next to him in. Kane and you've got other creative players around him that's all we need yeah. we need someone which we thought was going to be Soldado to, to just be there to put the ball in the back of the net Yeah, the, the other harsh reality for Tottenham as well in terms of transfer fees when they're forking out for players is they have to be aware of sell-on value because much as we like to think that somebody like Benteke would sign for us and be there for six years and become a Tottenham club man the reality is that give it two years and not qualifying for the Champions League yeah. he's, he's going to go on so if you fork out 40 million now what are you going to get but then he'll be 27 peaking you would assume 
and just be doing a bit of a bail where people will pay for him in his, in his absolute prime. That, that's yeah, my theory. Yeah, and you've got to make sure that that happens because otherwise you are forking out a lot of money a for people money. for a very short-term gain, perhaps, which might not then come and then all of a sudden you're lambasted in the press for folly in the transfer yeah, market. you're right. Um, Saints away on the weekend, any thoughts, any... I think it'll be a tough game, but actually they're, they're not playing for anything. We're not playing for anything. I think it could be incredibly dull. It's a tough match, but we've got a really good record against them. A weirdly won. good. Since they've been back up, we've beaten them in every single match. So mm. there seems to be that. There's the added bit of Pochettino going yeah. back, which will probably make the game a bit more nasty than it would be if but, he wasn't in charge. But also, isn't it sixth place for... Well, it goes down to seventh now, assuming yeah. the uh, FA Cup goes the way... No, well, well no, because no. Villa will get the. Oh yeah, that's right. Thing I don't that. think I don't think that's the rule anymore. I think no, Villa have to win it for it not to go. to Yeah, seventh. They would, I think they were saying at the weekend that it still goes down to seventh, but like, I could be wrong. I don't that, think that if you're the runner-up, you get Europe anymore. I think they got rid of that rule a few seasons ago, which mm-hmm. is why Villa would was, have to win it for it not to go to seventh last year. Hull, Hull went in the Europa League, were they? No. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they played in Europe this year. And the qualifier, I think I remember that. Mm. I've got a computer in front of me, I'll have a look. Search it up. I mean, if it does drop down to seventh, then we want to win as many games as we can and finish fifth. Yeah. That's the that's, that's the, that's the thing. If we know we're going to get in that zone where we're going to get it anyway, then we might as well do it. It's it's, it's a really horrible feeling with six games or five games to go, thinking, oh, I kind of don't really care if we win many of them because we want to drop out. It's a real shame. And I was even speaking to an Arsenal fan earlier on this afternoon who... He was saying, you don't want to play in the Europa League, which is why I want you to qualify for the Europa League. Thank you very much. We covered this last week, don't we, about whether... Would you take the extra games? Because I know you're, you're usually feeling quite strong about this. I'm, I'm a, I must say, I am bored with it. I'm just bored with the scheduling. It's, it is sad when modern football makes you not want to be in a European competition. But in, in terms of the travelling that has to be done, the way that... You are playing matches on a Thursday, then you're playing them on a Sunday. Loads of people have said about the effect that that has yeah. on the squad to prepare for league games. And the fact that we haven't got a particularly good record, in fact, no one has a particularly good record of playing in the league post-Europe, especially when they've played on Thursday. It says, you know, it speaks for itself, really. So it's with a heavy heart where, that I say I could happily do us out of that competition next season. So, Villa will need to win the Cup outright to book a European ticket. If right. Arsenal win the FA Cup, the Europa League goes to the person who finishes seventh in the Premier League and not the runners-up of the Cup. So if we finish... Come on, Villa. Well, it just, it's just a nice little spanner. That does mean that Villa have the same number of FA Cup wins as us, though. Yeah. Mm. Which, it, Which I can probably tolerate. Yeah, out of all the teams, I could cope with that. To I can fair, definitely they tolerate... They haven't won it since 1956. Yeah, yeah I could definitely tolerate that than Arsenal winning it back to back. Yeah, right then, quickly. <laughs> Deli Ali, uh, the guy we signed from MK Dons, we sent back out on loan. Um, he won Young Player of the Year for the League One, was League it? One, and which is fantastic. So congratulations. Really looking forward to seeing him play. Um, Jack's feature. Let's do it. We need the theme tune. Boom, we do, boom, boom, we? boom, 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 that boom, 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 bo
Signed in January 2006 for £2 million. Played in midfield in the centre of midfield. Slow down. Let's, let's save these. So signed in January. Signed in January 6. Yeah. £2 million. Fine. Centre mid. Yeah. Only played 23 games for us. Don't worry. Yeah, go Scored on. Scored two goals. His first goal was in a 2 on one over Portsmouth. We sold him in August 2007. So we bought him in January 6, sold him in August 2007 to Fulham, where he went on to play for five years. Played for six clubs in his career, including Liverpool. Nine England caps, one goal, and wore the number 13 shirt throughout his career. Go on, you got it. Danny Murphy. Yeah. Now Danny Murphy. Is Nailed that all? It. Is that how... Because they always bang on about how he's an ex-Spurs player, but he's not really. 23 games, yeah. That's not proper, is it? Because uh, I, I, I listen to... Um, uh, Colin Murray and friends, he's on that quite a bit, and yeah. um, their their podcast isn't quite as high as ours in the uh, in the podcast ranking. <laughs> just just <laughs> just saying. Really, I listen to it every day. But never mind. <laughs> 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 um, that we um, he was saying about like kind of it was yeah you know, we we always kind of have a go and like saying he he didn't play as well for us as he did for all the others, but actually it turned out that he his dad um, was terminally ill around that time, and obviously died and stuff and he and it was just they said he came back a little bit too soon yeah. he wasn't ready and and yeah he didn't realize until afterwards that that was the problem and by that point he needed a fresh start somewhere yeah. else bless him so we yeah, do seem could, to pick them don't we him <laughs> wilson palacios um Adebayor's had parent yeah. issues poor but chadley with um with palacios though it was um he was putting in some really good performances when oh, his brother he was, had, was, uh, was. He didn't know where his brother was, and they'd paid the ransom fee and everything. So, so. for those who don't know, Wilson Palacios was a central destroyer. Basically, he was pre-Sandro. Um, he was absolutely brilliant for us. He was really, he was really good for us. He Champions League yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Um, he came on in that Milan game, really, wasn't it? That yeah. was the one. Where oh, when, but when he clattered Seedorf yeah. like, or forced him back yeah. over halfway line, just stood over him. So but a really lovable bloke as well. Yeah, and his brother got captured, um, and he sat outside Harry's hotel room waiting for him to wake up in the morning so he found out overnight and he, he asked boss I need to go home and see my family and Aaron's like yeah go and his brother they paid the ransom and his brother ended up getting murdered um, which is horrendous and then he never was the same for us and where did he go after us? Uh, he went to a he went to Stoke. Stoke that's right and he never really recovered and it was incredibly sad ridiculous fee as well like yeah, bless him. Like, ridiculous fee remembered with fond memories um, one question each because we've been banging on quite a while uh, choose which one you want so I'm going to go for which club did Joe Kinnear join after leaving Tottenham Hotspur I'm, I should do a theme tune boom boom I don't know boom. if Wimbledon was before or after it's not this one give it a guess Fulham no no it begins with B B-A-H-A Brighton and Hove Albion. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I never would have got that. <laughs> no, no, I didn't realise you were doing uh, an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I thought you were spelling it. I'm like thinking, that. is it the Baha <laughs> men? Who yeah. oh, let the dogs out? Yeah. <laughs> did, he let, did he let the dogs out? I mean, what's going on? That um, was the Baha men, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which club did Chris Waddle join after leaving Tottenham? Marseille. Now I did it again. This is why we don't invite you. You make, you make me feel well, stupid. 50%. That's one out of two, isn't it? 
It's hard to be mastermind. <laughs> and that's why we do invite you. <laughs> From right. which club did Tottenham Hotspur sign Pat Jennings? Oh. Is it like Watford or... A- it is Watford. Oh, yeah. See, you're one from one. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, what do the little symbols mean on these cards? Or does it matter? Uh, well, the first one is Tottenham. The sec- second one's like the players. The third one's... I can't remember. It doesn't right. matter. Okay. The blue one's the rules. All right. Uh, cool. Name the player whose £35,000 transfer fee was a non-league record when he signed for Tottenham in 1980. Is it going to be... It's going to be someone who was really good for us, wasn't it? Like we, it, it is somebody who was really good like for us. It's not like Steve Archibald, is it? No. Mm. Where did we get that? In my head, it's Stevie Perryman, but it's not him. No. It's not Stevie Perryman. It's not Stevie Perryman. Drew will be giving me daggers right now. If I think Perryman, he like started in the 60s, didn't he? Or something? Did he? Yeah, I'm sure he... See, this is... Like 69 or something. I failed. Him, I don't even know. No idea. Who is yeah. it? It's Graham Roberts, actually. Ah, oh, Graham Fact Roberts. Fans. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it was good. Come on, let's do another round of them. They're good. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Up until the end of the 2005-06 season, how many times have Tottenham Hotspur played Arsenal in the FA Cup? So, ten years, well, nine years ago, how many times have we played us in the FA Cup? 1991 is one time. Yeah. Just, yeah. just to give you a clue. And we played them like the year after as well, didn't we? Or two years after. Two years after. Yeah, so, that was the, um, yeah, when then Sheffield, the Sheffield semi final yeah. as well, wasn't yeah. there? How was it? Yeah. So, that's um, two. Uh, we played them way back as well. Um, we played them in 99 as well. There you go. Was it 99? No, 2001. 2001, because that was Sol Campbell's last game. Yeah. I was there that day. Massive who? hangover. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Never in there. <laughs> He's in the same place as Burnley. Isn't he? Um, are we going to have a guess? Yeah, uh, Give me six. Five. No, five. Good. Oh, five one, one from one. Five zero. One from one. Um, which two players did Tottenham Hotspur sign from Wimbledon prior to the start of the 2000-2001 season? Leonardson. It's a goalkeeper and a defender. Oh, yeah, so uh, Sullivan? Yeah. And Perry? <clears throat> he was an absolute nutter. Oh, Van den Howe. Did the oh. tackle on Pedro Mendes and nearly killed him? Oh, Thatcher. Oh, Thatcher. Ben, ben Thatcher. Good there work. Go. I wasted a few guesses there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, how many of their league games did Tottenham Hotspur win during the 1989-1990 season? Was it 16, 17, 18 or 19. Now, if you remember from last week, it's what position did we finish in that year? Oh, no, I don't I'm remember. I'm just going to go for the lowest, so I'll go 16. B, 17. Was this the 98-99 season, you say? No, it's 89-90. Uh, oh, 89-90. Uh, Sorry, what you said? No, it's a 17. Oh. It's always it B. 19. Oh, we finished third that year. I suppose it was like 44 games or something, though, or 46 games. Our game on the weekend was our 53rd compared to Newcastle's 38th of the season. Just to, I think that's what the, the, that's what the stats were. Gareth? They're playing as if they've had more. Which club did Pat Vanden Howe, previously mentioned as an incorrect answer, join when he left Tottenham? I have no idea. Um, oh Fulham Fulham I was going to say <laughs> Fulham 
It is London, but it's not QPR. Fulham. No. Brentford. It's quite a tidy fit, really. Charlton. Watford. No. no. West Ham. No. Chelsea. Arsenal. Millwall. Millwall. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Do you want to do some of the blue ones? Because they're... they're Unless it, it only do it if it's, if it's a bit of a oh, crap question. These are sort of you are the ref type thing, are they? Or just, yeah. just rules. The captain of the side changed the ball during a match if the ball appears to be damaged. We've definitely had this question the before. Question again, the captain of the side change the ball during a match if the ball appears to be damaged. I'm going to say yes, but isn't it the ref's? So we've got call? a yes, but it's the ref's call. If if both captains agree, yeah, surely they can change it. I'm going to say no. No, it's the referee's choice. Only the referee can do it. So I'm um, take take it from a cricketing point. Po- <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean Bartlett was the first player from which club to be sent off in a Premiership game against Tottenham in the 05-06 season? Oh that my good job! Now they again. Wow, good work, Gareth. <laughs> David Ellery was a top referee during the 90s. What was his actual job? Mm. Oh, no, Teacher, headmaster. He was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, yeah. just going to drop the mic and leave. But he was at. Um, <laughs> this is the expensive. Mic. He was the schoolmaster at the exclusive Harrow Public School. Wow. Harrow. I saw him walk. He, he lives in Brighton, I think. think. Yeah. He. Um, I, I saw him walking down the road when I was down there one day. You might have seen. Celeb jo- spot might have seen. <laughs> I celebrate. I had a great one today with Daniel Craig. That was awesome. He might have seen Joe Kinnear play when he left Tottenham Hotspur to go. Join Brighton and Hove Albion. Exactly. Yeah. I'm impressed that you'd know David Ellery walking by sight. Unless he was like wearing his full <coughs> refs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just clicking. It was a few yeah. years ago. It was only just after he retired, I think. Because it was when they became professional, wasn't it? Referees I'd recognise by sight are. Clattenburg. Uriah Clattenburg. Rennie. Uriah Rennie, that's when I was trying to think Kalina. of. And Kalina. Yeah. His autobiography is amazing. He would be. Like, Howard Webb. Well, Howard Webb, you would. Howard Webb. I like Howard Webb, yeah. And Phil Mark. Dowd. Riley? Oh, Phil Dowd. Roger Milford. He's always my favourite. Nope. Who is it? Yeah, it was Milford, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he always used to wear a little white sweatband and was quite chummy with the players yeah. and had a bit of a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, final question. The oh, blue one. Oh, blue one, is it? Uh, a goalkeeper holding the ball bounces it before he kicks it up the field. Is it an offence to bounce the ball? No. Because you're allowed to do it. It's still in your no. possession as well. Holds the ball. But you don't see it anymore, do you? It. You never see it anymore. Isn't that it's a weird question. I mean, it's, it is true. It's not an offence to yeah. bounce the ball. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> these questions are so easy. Yeah, they become really, weird, really difficult. They? <laughs> yeah. like, are you allowed to kick a ball during a game? <laughs> <laughs> Only if the ref says so. Any more the ref for has any to blow his whistle first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any more for any more? So what else is coming up? We've got uh, Saints and we've got City very soon. Oh, yes. Um, we've only got a few home games left. Yeah. It's two, isn't it? Two, City and Hull, I think. Mm. Hull's last home game. And then we've got Everton away on the last game of the season. Uh, apart from that, there's not a hell of a lot going on. <laughs> this is not. It's just, it seems to be petering out. Yeah, so much promise at the start, wasn't there? I, 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 we'll come back to this because there were a lot of people <coughs> who were a bit... Um, this performance is crap just like our season and I was a bit like well we took one point from the top four last season we've taken 12 
we battered Chelsea, we put five past Mourinho, he's only had that done once before. We've beaten Arsenal at home, we've seen Harry Kane come through, we've seen the youth come through. Got to a cup final. We've got to a, exactly, we've got to a cup final. Um, we didn't do particularly well in Europe, but we've never done particularly well. I see it as an improvement, personally. But the, the only problem is the league hasn't improved year on year and neither have we. So there was a chance to push onwards and upwards and we haven't really done it. But I don't think it's been a crap season by any point. By any well, it's, it's always going to be a case of expectations with Tottenham, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That the vast majority of fans possibly aren't quite as level-headed as you in your description there, ASD. Wow. And feel that we have got some sort of divine right to be in the top four and to be winning every match. But... The reality is that that isn't the case, and, and we probably are where we deserve to be at the moment. It's your topic. This is what you talk about. We, we, you are where your economic um, values or worth, what you pay in wages, your average wages, where you should be finishing the league. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a correlation. It's just a shame that there have been opportunities in three or four of the last few seasons where at least one of the clubs yeah. above yeah. hasn't performed and only one year did we get the opportunity and, and really do it when Chelsea were suffering and they went and won the Champions League yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and still binned us out. But on the years when Liverpool were slightly in the doldrums and when United were as well, we haven't really capitalised on that on that uh, opportunity and it's no, been somebody else that has converted it because there's no there's really no difference why the team that has outperformed what they should be doing shouldn't be Tottenham. Yeah. There's, there's no reason why it couldn't be that. But I think there is a weight of expectation every year that does tend to drag them back a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Isn't, isn't it nice to actually have some expectation? Oh, Imagine, yeah. You know, like kind of, I mean, admittedly, Villa fans must be going nuts the fact they're in the, the final of the but FA Cup. There's a difference between expectation. They don't normally have any expectation. Look at Newcastle. Look at Hull or Stoke. You know, like they're just mid-table and with no real aspirations to... To but, push into the top. But expectation and hope are two different things. Like, hope is, right, we can do it. Maybe we can. Expectation is we should. Why aren't we? And the, the people who are saying, why aren't we, are the people who started watching we're in the Champions League. And that's not a problem, but we're not a Champions League club. If we got to the Champions League now, we'd be embarrassed because they're far more organised than we are. And we say it every time. But I, I'm not sure expectation is, is the right... I don't think expectation is a good thing in this case. We made, we made some good signings around that time, though. Uh, like to get like before getting into the Champions League, we had Modric, um, we Bale, had Lennon Bale. firing on all cylinders. We had um, yeah, Lennon was playing well. We had Crouch, um, who was playing very well. Troluca um, was again, solid. Um, King, Palacios, Dawson, Palacios, yeah. Bale, Van der Vaart, Modric, Defoe, Lennon. Yeah. It was a crack. Yeah. Well, yeah. we got we got Van der Vaart on the back of being in the Champions yeah. League. Yeah, yeah. But everyone else, like in that team, we didn't. I think he was the only signing we made, wasn't it? That summer? Yeah, it was, a dead, well, it was certainly the only deadline day one, wasn't it? it came yeah, quite late. or one, yeah. one that made any real impact yeah. in, the, uh, in the first 11. But, then what, but what Tottenham then have to realise, and fans of the club need to realise as well, is that our, our position in the league means that when we do make these signings, they are they're two-year max signings. They're, mm. we're, we're either bringing players through from our own academy now, yeah. which is great, and we have to recognise that if they have genuine ambition they will ultimately be moving on if, if Tottenham can't mm. match it yeah. or we're signing players that are emerging talents or ones which are fading talents mm. we're, we're not going to be in a position where we're going to 
get hold of some 23-year-old who's already a superstar and keep him for the next eight years of the peak yeah. of his career because we can't afford to yeah. keep them to do that. What we've also got to do is not sign... Rubbish. <laughs> well, yeah, not sign rubbish. And by that, I mean the players who are sort of doing it at a mid-level club, your Pinars. I'm worried about this Morales rumour because I really like him, but thinking about it, he's, what, 27, 28? So he's not going to get much better. And he, you have to bring in someone who's significantly better than what you've got. It's exactly. no good just bringing in someone who is, Unless with someone's opinion, is a little bit better. Right. It's got to be worth bringing him in. So I was just going to say, the only exception to that, I'd say, is when you do have a situation like Gareth Bale, where we got him for massively more than what his actual value was. I mean, yeah. he's a brilliant player. He was a £50 million player, no doubt. He wasn't an £85 million player, but for us... He needed to be so that we had any sort of chance of replacing mm. him because we weren't going to go out and buy that player again. Yeah. So we had to think of doing something that was the sum of the parts. And some of them have come off a little bit and some of them haven't at all. No. But, but it, you, was, it was a good stab at trying to spend that money in, yeah. a, in a relatively efficient way, I'd say. You look at most, um, most Premier League teams, though, like top Premier League teams, not all their signings come off. No, no, no. no, no, got no, Chelsea, no, no. Chelsea oh, yeah, buy loads of players and then yeah, like, don't work and then they just go out. City, United, they're just, City. They're just banks of players. Yeah. yeah. So to actually go out there and get probably two or three out of seven, it's not that far off what, um, what most of the top teams end up doing. Yeah, I yeah. don't disagree. It's just we don't have the luxury of seven as much anymore. I, yeah. I just, you're right. And I, I think you're both right. It was, a, it was a good stab at it. Soldado, the stats all lined up, you know. The, the thing that we we had the problem with was that we bought pl- seven players who had no experience in the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. And that's where the mistake was. Yeah. If we want to to buy some, you know, some players now, I think we need to go older in order to have experience within the team. Some leadership, some guidance, that kind of thing. We've got a lot of young players, but we need older heads around them. Yeah. And possibly an older striker, maybe to help Kane on. The only one I can see that is possibly in a decline, but could do us. If you're about to see Robin Van Persie, you're never on this podcast again. Well, he's an Arsenal fan. You're about to say it. It is an option. No way. We've, well, we, we've done it before. He's got no legs. Not anymore. Gallas we've got, we got plenty of other players that have got legs. But it, I can't. It, no, Gallas can just stay did behind. You, did you say can't then? Yeah, I did. Oh, sorry then. <laughs> <laughs> but Van Persie is, is a massive egomaniac. He hates Tottenham anyway. Um, he's, a, he's an Arsenal fan by birth. And he. Well, he is. Have you seen that picture of him in his bedroom when he's a kid? In his Arsenal shirt and his. PSV stuff on the wall I think he just he, his knees have gone his legs have gone I just if we're talking older strikers come I back to me I just can't believe you said that I don't, I've, who, never been who more, else, I've not been more insulted for a long there? time who else, who else is out there that's got Premier League how much, experience how much play, play the top level how much do you pay for him then a couple of mil a couple of mil 100 grand a week minimum though as well and he's a rapist, and he's a, yeah. allegedly. And he's an ex settled <laughs> out, settled <laughs> out of court. Who says that? Settled out of court. Really? Oh, right. So no, I don't want him then. Yeah. Don't want him. 
I'm not sure if we're changing. Oh, Sahar. We signed Sahar as well. That, that's your point. Yeah. That was brilliant. Remember that where he um, hadn't scored in like a year or however long it was in something like 14 games. Then came back and scored two for us in that destroy when we destroyed Newcastle. The yeah. other by your game. Did he score again after that? Well, that was, it just... the, no. Oh, did he, <laughs> I don't think he did. <laughs> did he score? I've got a feeling. Do you remember when we scored? We played Stevenage. No. Yes, yeah, Stevenage. Away. In the cup, the A V B game, right? it was nil nil, and he he got hit by a Scott Parker shot, which went in, which was called offside. That's the only other th- important thing I can think of in my head against Louis. So there's a lot about his time at the club, that didn't it? We played I don't know, I think <laughs> it was, key highlights. I think it was Harry. Red, was it Harry Redknapp? We played. I think it was Harry Redknapp because we played the only time we've ever played a, a three at the back. It was Gallas, yeah. Nelson, Ka- Nelson, Nelson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Kabul, and we were terrible. Yeah. Oh, glory, so, glory. <laughs> so who should we sign then? Um, wasn't there talk of us getting... Remy. Was it... Um, Hernandez. Hernandez. Was, you know, it was like when we going for like David Veer at some point. Yeah, like, I wouldn't take yeah, yeah. that, but he's smashing yeah, up. He's gone to America now. He's playing yeah. in New York. But they said that we got fairly close to... He's a classy him. player, isn't he? I like him a lot. It would have been good. It must be yeah. someone in Italy. All the Italian teams are pretty crap at the moment. Mm-hmm. Tevez would be right. He's he? leaving, isn't he? He's going home. Uh, so Juventus keep hold of Lorente, I guess, if they yeah. get rid of Tevez. Yeah, exactly. I Ross, saw the Rossi rumor about is always mentioned. Yeah, always. Uh, but dodgy knees, dodgy knees. We'll and get the Damiao rumor again. Damiao, twenty-five million. <laughs> Damiao, and then Fred. He scored. Yeah. He, scored oh. he scored for the first time, didn't he? Yeah, he scored in uh, Derby with Botafogo. Yeah, but. Oh, I'm, I'm depressing yeah. myself now <laughs> because I can't think of an alternative to. Rapey Van Persie. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Are you going to be editing yourself? I might be editing myself out of the podcast just for, for legal sake. Um, I can't believe you said Robin Van Persie anymore. <laughs> no, that's pretty much finished it. Um, so, just before you came in, we were talking about all the countries. Let's listen to here. So, if you let us know how you listen to it, where you listen to it, I'm assuming you listen on a podcast. So, I don't want to say I don't want to hear it on my phone because that's not that great. But if you listen, <laughs> where do you listen? Like, I know some people, some people listen on the way to work. I just want to hear your stories. I just it's brilliant to hear what you're doing, how you're doing it, within reason. Within reason. Um, Did you get any film roles for like the the question earlier? Like kind of. Oh, well, the only one I could think of was more of a collective using uh, Tottenham as an ensemble cast and it would have been great expectations yeah but I, I was struggling in terms of individual players yeah 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 to put in place that's fine I said, I said I'll, I'll have to Harry Kane as Pip ah oh, yeah bless him mm. <laughs> I'll have to listen to it all the way through just to see what you came up with <laughs> yeah um, nothing else hey thanks for listening Jack Dan Gareth yeah. thank you for coming oh. Um, it's oh, a pleasure. Massive congratulations oh. to one of our own. Van got married on the weekend. Um, much love to Van and Mrs. Van. Um, what's going on with you? Well, I got engaged as well. But that was December. It was basically yeah. last season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Snap. But, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. congratulations all round. Yeah. So, uh, There's something in the water. Obviously, we're just getting older, is what, what's happening. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in two seasons' time, it'll be the babies episode. Oh. <laughs> 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 Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget, whatever happens, the future's bright, the future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs.
Gaz's top free kick at Wembley Aussie's knees have gone all trembly And the Tim requires assembly Danny Montlower Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Kyo Casey Keller, USA Woodgate is not fit to play Tramatini, Kudachini Freddie Canute Gary Mabbitt in Chilin Sergi Rebra for the win Run for me, Nick on me 4-3 Stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Lineker playing fair Modric here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings' luscious hair Super Vertonghen Avliachenko number nine Naeem from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels The legend Steve Perryman, MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Ball and Stefan Dalmatty I'm playing at White Hart Lane, Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hutton wheel knew his passport said Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsey saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's got me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol fumbling the same Clattenburg Waterberg doesn't give the goal Abizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head we don't care Martin Martin Yo Lily White's from White Hart Lane Red so Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy inter-equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel act Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovich Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardwister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad The Steger was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar Davids Redlocks, Palacios Stripey Socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European glory nights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White Legendary Lily White How dare I forget Who dare is to do Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey. Lily from White Hart Lane, Kazuyuki Toda, Bentley's free kick over, we treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your arse. And Liam Walker's page three girl, Gus Poirier free kick girl, Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. 
Edrington loved the cookies Andy Reid loved the cookies Star Wars music and some Wookiees Right before the game Heroes in blue and white When I feel depressed In Cochinola undressed Point won't give up the fight Bullfox never quits, you can be sure of it. Robinson's long shot, AVB's deep spot, David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup. Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl, Peter Crouch eight foot tall, Jurgen Klinsmann's dive. Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decision, Robin Vega playing Sega, Sandro's kung fu kick. Eric Torfell looking swell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Ship is bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We like to win style We've done it for a while It's better to rain very high Then our football story Will echo with glory Lily wants from white on May If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Hanson 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer. Heroes in white and blue. This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick. He showed the world what's best to do. The Leading Cup we won in 1961. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey. Despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hot Lane. Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style We've done it for a while